Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey gang, this is another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast with me, Therese Skelly, and I'm so excited for my guest today. Ooh, you're going to love this woman's energy. I, we've known each other for years, kind of locally networking a little bit, and I've gotten to spend some time with her lately, and oh, I was like, my people have to know you. So I'm super excited to bring you Aisha Cogborn. And so Aisha, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Therese. I've been excited about this conversation. Thank you. Well, as I start with all of them, tell us about you. Because I think, you know, anybody could read a bio and I would make it boring and chop it up. <laughs> I want to hear, like, what do you do today and, and, and what are you loving about it? So I've been an entrepreneur for 11 years. I'm a corporate dropout. And uh, before I even uh, went down that road into corporate, I just, there was something on the inside of me from the time I was about 15 years old that showed me that I was put here to give a platform to people that were doing amazing things in the world. And so from that, 30 years ago, I'm thinking, yeah. okay, I'll go into journalism. And then I realized I hated news. <laughs> <laughs> That's depressing. a problem. <laughs> I was getting desensitized. I was just like, right, oh, this right. work. So I went to corporate PR and enjoyed that for a while, learned a ton and then I realized this isn't who I want to be when I grow up either, because wow. actually the higher that I went up the ladder, the less I got to do the work that I love. Mm -hmm. And I started working with a coach and then realized that, okay, the thing that I want to do doesn't exist. I have to go build it. And so that was when I first realized, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. And yeah. so what I do today uh, is I work with coaches and consultants and experts and authors, people that have intelligence or wisdom or a message to bring to the world. Mm -hmm. I work with them to help them to build their personal brands and to share their message on bigger mm -hmm. platforms so they can make a bigger impact. And Ooh. impact is the key word there. It's not yeah. about ego. Right. It's about impact. I love that's why you're here. I love that. It's fascinating to me, Aisha, that you knew at 11 that you were supposed to make a difference. How do you explain that? It was, I've, I've always, and I didn't know what it was at the time, yeah. but I've always heard God talking to me yeah. and telling Ooh. me who I was. Mm -hmm. And so I actually started getting glimpses of that very, very early. So wow. from the time I was probably nine, I knew I was going to be a professional speaker. And then at another point in my life, and this was after I you know, had some major mess ups, I got pregnant the week before my 18th birthday. And 
ended up dropping out of college after a semester and uh, was, was working a minimum wage job and living mm -hmm. in subsidized housing. And after having these big visions about my life, now I'm like broke and driving a little hoopty. And I was at work one day and I heard God tell me, I didn't put you here to be a regular person. And so throughout my life, I've just had these constant reminders yeah. about who I am and what I'm called to do. And I'll tell you, no matter how bad I mess up, that has always been the thing that has gotten yeah. me back on course and kept me from settling for less right. than, than who I really am and what I'm called to do. Uh, this could be like a four day live event. That we should, like, we, <laughs> I, 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 no, this, this means so much to me. I didn't know your story, right? I didn't know the backstory about that. I knew the platform and how much you like the impact and who you want to work with. I didn't know that what had happened. And so how, how was it? Because I would bet your situation, you know, 17 year old pregnant, losing everything, it seems. And yet this knowing, how did you climb up? What happened in you that could do that? Because that's, if people can get that, woof, we're unstoppable. When things happen, I naturally shift into planning mode. It's like, okay. give me a plan. Okay. I don't care. The world can be on fire around me. Just give me a plan. And the crazy thing about it is it doesn't matter if life happens according to the plan. Okay. Because for me, it almost never does. But as long as I have a plan, and I think mm -hmm. the thing about that is it keeps me out of just waddling in the emotions of whatever I'm dealing with. Wow. Because it's really easy to, to look and say, oh my goodness, my world is falling apart. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Well, no, I'm not done. Give me a plan. All right. So when I found out I was pregnant, actually, even before I, I went and had the pregnancy test, like, mm -hmm. all right, well, if I'm pregnant, I'm going to be doing May. That's exam week. Probably not good to go into labor during final <laughs> exams. So I'll take a semester off. I'll work full time. I'll save some money. I'll go to community college this summer. I'll only be a half semester behind. I mm -hmm. have a plan. So now okay. if I walk into this office, no matter what this doctor tells me, I have a plan. Yeah. Did it work that way? No. When I ended up homeless several years later because things just weren't working out in my mm -hmm. business, I had to come up with a plan. Mm -hmm. Did things happen according to the plan exactly? No, but it kept me from just getting stuck in yeah. my feelings because our feelings can keep us absolutely paralyzed. 100%. No, like, like, what about your environment? Was, were there any people that either didn't believe in you, like, oh my God, you've ruined your life? Or were there people like how, who created you that you were this solid, right? Or were there people that were going, you're better than this? Like, like how, what was the influence that helped you transcend the seemingly really difficult? You should not be here with that upbringing that, or that start. You shouldn't be where you are today, right? But you are. So what was, what was in place? Well, my mom did a wonderful job mm -hmm. of really nurturing who she saw me to be at an early yeah. age. Like one yeah. of the things that always got me in trouble was my mouth. I had a very <laughs> big mouth and I was very argumentative. And I'm the youngest of, of all my siblings, like by far, like nine or 10 years younger. Oh, okay. And my brother who's 10 years older than me used to say, you know, you're the littlest thing in this house and you got the biggest mouth. But I was <laughs> like so stubborn and steadfast. And if, yeah. if this is what I'm going to do, or this is what I think I'm right you're not going to tell me otherwise. And my mother saw that in me and she didn't yeah. break it. And that was really unusual for that yeah. generation because that generation of parents, it was, you know, children are seen and not heard. Right. 
get answers. It was because I said so. And she, although there was still some of that, she didn't break my spirit. And so that has really helped me to learn how to advocate for myself. I mean, I remember I was just telling a story yesterday uh, to one of my my childhood friends. I remember camping out in the counseling office because I had a counselor that told me I wasn't going to college. And so I'm like, I don't want to see him anymore. I want to see Miss Rice. And Somebody that will believe in me. Well, I'm not leaving until I see yeah. her. <laughs> so, so they're always going to be those people that won't believe in you, yeah. that will try to get you to settle for less than, than what you know is possible for you. And you've just got to make sure that what you know about yourself is louder than what anybody else has to mm. say about you. And sometimes in those moments where the voice that's telling you you can't is you, Right. <laughs> right. You got to get some gotta, support. Yeah. Exactly. You've got to find those people who believe in you. And yeah. I can remember at one point, uh, and this was not too long ago. I mean, we're talking five years ago mm-hmm. when things started to, to go south in my business. And I ended up, I used to be able to, to make money. Like I could wake up that morning and say, all right, I need to make $3,000 today. And yes. by the time I had hit the pillow that night, $3,000 was mm-hmm. in my bank account. Mm-hmm. And that's not a way to run a business. Manifesting <laughs> is not a way to run a business. Let me just say that. I know it's icing do, on the top, right? But it's yeah, not. The- so let's do some projections. Let's mm-hmm. do profit and loss. Let's do, let's plan, let's strategize. Yeah. Manifesting is not a business strategy, but <laughs> I think not a business strategy. Yeah. So I got to the point where that wasn't working anymore. And, and I literally ended up homeless. I ended up evicted, had to call a girlfriend to say, hey, can I come live with you? And that was so difficult because at this point, I was someone who was traveling across the country and speaking. I had written a book. I had done, I was on TV and radio on a regular basis. And I was homeless. I was homeless. And that was so hard for me because number one, I never wanted anybody to think I was trying to pretend to be something I wasn't. Right, right. And that wasn't the case because I would I never stood out here and said, oh, I'm perfect. I got it all yeah. figured out. I've been very careful to never say uh-huh. that. Sure. And, but at the same time, if I thought to myself, okay, well, if I've helped all these people to start their businesses, to build their brands, to be successful, if they see me struggling, mm-hmm. will they somehow believe that they can't be successful? Ooh. And I had to stop and turn that around and say, well, no, what people need to see is that in spite of the struggle, in spite of mistakes, you still can make an impact. You don't have to be perfect to make an impact. Okay. That's a mic drop moment. And I think, you know, you know, I teach the mindset stuff and what happens is the little voices in our heads could have easily said to you, who's going to listen to you? You're washed up. You should just go get a job as a waitress. Like nobody's going to want what you have. Like it could focus on what's wrong with you and keep you stuck. So how do you, like, unfortunately, most of us didn't have your mama, right? (laughs) Sadly, I was not raised by your mother. And so if you don't have that fight that, or that, you have like an unstoppable, like, oh, hell no, it's mine, right? So if somebody doesn't have that foundation and they find life like kind of kicks them or, or, you know, we go through seasons, what would you say to somebody? 
Well, there's a few different things. And, and really, you're the expert on this because a big piece of it is mindset. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And whatever those voices are in your head that are saying you can't, you're not the one, yeah, you don't yeah. have what it takes. How do you reprogram yourself? Yeah, so you this is what the voice is. But then to be able to counter that and say, well, no, this is what's true. Yeah. And from a very practical standpoint, so let's say you are in business and you are consulting and you want to help people do X. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you're not in that position yet where the people you want to serve will see you as the person that can help them do mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So let's take a step back. Who are the people that will look at you mm -hmm. as that, that person right. who can help them get where they want? You may not be at that ideal client, but there's still someone that Absolutely. you are uniquely gifted to serve based on your own experiences mm -hmm. because of your screw ups, because of your insecurities, Absolutely. because Absolutely. of your fears, you're going to be able to serve a certain group of people in a way that other people who don't get that won't. You just can't let that stop you. I love that. You know, when, when I... I filed bankruptcy and like in 2011 and I had so much shame about it. And when I finally got okay and came out, I actually had people say, oh, I would trust you now more, right? And, and the voices in my head were saying, oh, I'm such a fraud. I lost all my money. Nobody's going to hire me for a business coach. But when people were saying, thank you for sharing because I, now I feel safe with you. You won't judge me. And, and so do you out yourself? I mean, obviously this is a podcast. Do you share this stuff with people? And what kind of response do you get when you go, uh-huh, and I was homeless and I did it. Like, like, how do people respond? Well, I will tell you, I didn't start sharing it until I knew I was healed. Good. And good, good, so good. Yeah. in the midst of it, was I telling people I was, no, I was not on Instagram live showing the sheriff at my door, serving me an eviction notice. No, right now. We don't share the messy, right? We share the no, message, not the messy. Exactly. Yeah. So once I got to the point where it's like, okay, I have the lessons here mm -hmm. now. Beautiful. Now I can speak on this from the, the lesson. There's right. something that people can be edified in. Right through this situation. So once I got there, then I was perfectly comfortable sharing yeah. it. But I'll tell you something that's interesting too, is looking back at things, like if I look back at that situation now, it's easy because I am emotionally detached from yeah. it. It's easy for me to say, oh, well, yeah, you know, I, I, I went through this and sure it was bad, but you know, I didn't die. It wasn't the end of the world. Right. Or even going back and looking at my pregnancy or being a single mom, well, yeah, it was hard, but I didn't know anything any different. But when I go back and I look at my journals, Therese, oh my gosh, mm. it is like, it's real. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, that was painful. Yeah. But now I'm emotionally detached it's, from it. It's in your past, right? It's in the past. But it's still valuable to be able to remember how that felt. Because then when I find myself in, in situations now where it's like, oh, this is scary. This feels like too much. I'm able to remind myself, remember when you felt that way five years ago, when Beautiful. you felt that way 25 years ago, mm -hmm. but here you are now and it doesn't even hurt anymore. Mm -hmm. You're going to be all right. Keep going. Oh my God. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of like, we got to put a title for this episode. I don't know what it is because it's so magnificent. But, but one thing that comes to me is like, you're not your story. You're not your past. And so if you're listening to this episode, this is such an important concept because shame literally, shame to me is the lowest vibration. Shame will talk about destroying impact, 
Because you are a beautiful example, Aisha, of A, you had, God gave it to you from the minute you were super tiny, you knew, and you followed that. So that's the first thing. Like there is something in you, listener, viewer, there's something in you that is divinely yours to do. And sometimes life is easy. Sometimes life kicks you in the head. And shame will, could have dimmed your light. Shame could have prevented you. And you're giving beautiful tips for how to like, just go, uh-uh, shame. You don't, no, nope. It was a thing. It happened. It's a beautiful part of the fabric that you are and who you are. But you're such a beautiful example of not stopping, not collapsing in, oh, this was so hard. And oh, no, this happened to me. I don't hear any victim at all. I hear Victor, Victor, victorious. I hear just like shiny, bold, beautiful. Yeah. And the thing, and it's, it's not to take away from the pain mm-hmm. or the difficulty of yes. any of our experiences yes. because it's real. Oh, it yeah. Is. Yes. But again, we just can't stop in that place. Yeah. Go through what you need to go through. Do what you need to do to heal and to move forward. I tell you, one of the things that has always been beneficial to me is I've always had a community around mm-hmm. me. Like we're not put in this world to do life by ourselves. And right. I tell you, it, one of the things that hurts my soul is when I hear people say, well, I don't need anybody or hear yeah. particularly women say, well, I, I, I can't get along with other oh, women. That is, is such just, a, that's a heartache. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. It's like, no, we need each other. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody might not be, you know, your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But you've got to find those people that you can trust yourself right. with, you can be right. vulnerable with, who believe in you, who have your best interest at heart, because that is what kept me. Like to the mm-hmm. point where I tried to replicate what I had in my community of friends on a broader level by creating a, a meetup group called Startup yeah. Life Support because like my friends, I would not still be in business today if it wasn't yeah. for them. They kept me going. I mean, down to literally, I'd open up my purse some days and look in there and it's like, where, where did this money come from? And I'll think oh. to myself, who was I around today? And somebody just stuck some money in my purse or down to a girlfriend who lent me a car or like the girlfriends that I lived with. Or I mean, they kept me. So whatever level of success that I accomplished, they own a piece of that because had I had to do this all by myself, I don't know how I would have done it. So we've got to be willing to be vulnerable with vulnerable. That's the word. Right. And here's the other thing, love receive you you could have been like no 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 and i think again i always talk about shame because it messes us up shame tells me i can't accept help i don't need no i don't want to bother i don't want to put her out as opposed to you're such a beautiful demonstration of i'm really vulnerable i'm going to ask and i'll take i will receive from you Oh, was my that, hard, was that hard know, for you or did you just, that feel? was the, I think that's why I went through some of the stuff that I went through, yeah, quite frankly, yeah. especially the, the homeless experience, because I had such a hard time asking for help. Yeah, yeah. And I think being a single mom made it even worse. My son's dad loves him. He's always been involved in his life, but we lived in different States. So day to day, he just was not there right, to help me right. take care of him. And so I just got used to having to make adjustments. But even if I go all the way back to three years old, my mother says she didn't even, I didn't want anybody to even tie, help me tie my shoes or help me do anything. Like one of the first <laughs> phrases that came out of my mouth at like 
not even two was, I can do it myself. You know, and that was how I lived. I can do it myself. And then I got to this point where I realized, okay, this is what you're called to do. And it's big. Yes. And you can't do it by yourself. Boom. There and I, I had to be broken down to yeah. the point where I didn't have anything else that I could do except to ask for help and to get over that. And I learned that lesson. I yeah. learned it. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. I would never have to go back to that. Yes. But now it puts me in position where, and I won't say it's, it's my default, but I, it, it's a lot easier for me to, to look at what I'm doing at any given time and say, mm-hmm. all right, who can help me here? Who's the, who's the person that knows how to do this better than I do? Who can bring some additional vision to this? Mm-hmm. Do I just need extra hands? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that I need to build this thing? Because it's not about me. And if I can't get over myself to be able to ask for help, then there are people out there that are not going to benefit from the thing that I'm being trusted to build and the way Absolutely. I'm being trusted to serve because I'm trying to do it all myself. Right. It's in, your, it's in your ego and your shame is telling you that you can't. I, so, Aisha, I love this because so many women, we're, we're old enough to have been raised, you, you know, if it's, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Don't ask for help. Don't be a bother. Like that is still living out there. And I too have the experience of life breaking me. And so when you look at, wow, that, those were blessings. Those were tremendous gifts. You would not be where, if you would have had like easy peasy, everything worked, you probably wouldn't be who you are today. And so I want to say, if you're listening to this and if you have gone through struggles, I always, my clients, I drive them crazy because they'll tell me, ah! and I'll say, and how's that perfect? What are the gifts? And so if you can find the gifts in the struggle, if you can find the, the journey, it's like, God, that, like, that, that almost killed me. Or I would yeah. never want to replicate that. But Whoa, I emerged victorious because I learned how to have people in my life, how to receive, how to be vulnerable, and how to keep going. Like, that's right. You're such a beautiful demonstration of this. Yeah, I, I tell you, that's why when it comes to our life experiences, mm-hmm. so often we try to run from the things that are difficult. Yes. We don't want to yes. talk to them, we don't talk about them, we don't want to yeah. acknowledge them. But those are the things that shape who we are. You know, our life experiences really shape who we are, the way we see the world, and the way we relate to people. And those three things, even if we look at who we are in business, Mm -hmm. those are things that allow us to serve people in a very unique way that will differentiate us from the way other people do what we do. So don't run from it, even the ugly stuff. You know, when my clients will come to me and they'll they'll be almost like apologetic. Like, oh my God, I'm I'm grieving or I'm, and I'm like, and and I should be working on my business. And I say, you are working on your business because you're working on yourself. Right. So you can't take your life out of your business. And the more healing you do in your life, the more success you're going to have in your business. So, ah, you're so freaking yummy. Oh my God. I want to hang out with you more. I'm just adoring this conversation. (laughs) So I know if I was this episode, I'd be like, how do I find that woman? Where do I get more of her? So tell us how to find you. And I think you have, you're going to offer a gift to my, my listeners. So yes, yes. So I am, I'm pretty much everywhere that you are. I won't say I'm on Instagram that much, but I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Those are the two main places that I hang out. Uh, you can find me online at coachaisha.com. Uh, but one of the things, and, and I mentioned this at the, the top of our conversation, mm-hmm. I love working with people who know that they have a message mm. with them 
experience, knowledge that they're called to share on a bigger platform. And so many of the things that we talked about today can keep people from stepping out and doing that, Mm -hmm. whether it's the fear, whether it's perfectionism, whether it's, you know, what, whatever it is, but we don't have time to get in the way of our calling. And so you know that 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 pool is there on you to to get out there and to do things bigger and to reach more people. But you're struggling with that. Then let's have a conversation. So I want to encourage you to go to talk to Aisha, I-S-H-A, talk to Aisha dot com. Get on my calendar and let's let's just talk about it, because. There are too many people that need what you have to bring to the world. And just like I had that, you know, God was continuously telling me from childhood to now, like, look, I didn't create you to be regular. Mm. There's so many of you out there that are, are living so far beneath what you're called to. And it's time out for that because people are waiting. This isn't about you. It's about the people you're called to serve. So tell me that URL again. Talk. To Aisha. Talk to Aisha.com. Yeah, okay. Talk to Aisha. Seriously, gang, jump on the phone with her. This woman is a jewel. <laughs> Seriously, jump on the phone. So, whoa. Do you have any other, like, I could just keep you on for hours, but do you have any, like, is there any, like, just kind of go to your heart. Is there anything that needs to be said? Like, tap into the people that will be listening. Is there any, like, last piece of wisdom or just a little something that you can gift them with? The thing that I want you to remember most is you don't have to be perfect to make an impact. Beautiful. Let go. Let go of that perfectionism. Let go of that, that image that says in order for me to be on this particular platform, I have to be X. Not true. It's not true. So whether it's your physical appearance, whether it's your educational background, whether you don't feel you have enough experience, whether you're still hearing those voices that people have said about you from mm-hmm. the time that you were a little kid and, and it's still holding you, let go of it all. Let go of it all and focus on serving the people. Mm-hmm. We're not called to impress the people. <laughs> We're called to serve the people. That's just on Instagram. The Kardashians make us feel that way. But the truth is, the truth is, you have a divine appointment, right? It is dropped in you. That's what, that's what, and I used to do a shameless plug. That's what my book is about, right? We all have a mission. We all have something that is ours to do, uniquely ours to do. And everything that has happened to us comes in for that mission. And I just, Oh my God, just bless you so much for sharing your story and gifting us and what a rock star you are. What a blessing to me. Yay. We're going to be having more convos because I want to have more of you. So just thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed this, this short time. I I, again, I could, I could talk to you for hours. So I'm looking forward to the next time we We, we got We got that good little love fest happening. So anyway, (laughs) thank you so much. And if you're listening, um, know that we are here for you. Please reach out to Aisha, follow her. She's brilliant. Um, reach out to me. Let us know. It does something specific touch you in this episode. Is there, is there, you know, I wrote down, we didn't, we don't have time to get in the way of our calling. Woo! Just chew on that. Like, right? There's so many nuggets in this in this recording that you're just 
take one a week and just be in that energy because you know this will create wholeness and healing for you all right peace and blessings Therese Skelly and Aisha we're out bye hey I really appreciate you listening to that last episode and I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level and here's what I suggest I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group and I'm super active in it. So each week we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot. And I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Scali. Alrighty, peace and blessings. And I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.